This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home podcast. It's Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield and Big House. Music's greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hit makers. It's Pulse 95. It's Yellow Home. And of course, it's time for the music rates. This melody is something that's very well known. And it's very well known, not for the band who actually wrote it now, because they go back into the 1950s. So other bands have actually carried this song and made it famous more recently. But let's go back. Let's go to back to the original source, um, because they're a band that are very, very special to me. And um, as I've been building with the music greats and bringing different artists to this particular segment, I've had the Bee Gees sitting there. I mean, Hass, you know how much the Bee Gees mean to me. They're my first radio interview ever wow. when I was a little one and I'd been in radio six months and the boss screamed one day I came off the breakfast show literally and the boss screamed across the office Anna Schofield you're going to London to the Dorchester Hotel and you're going to interview the Bee Gees nice. and I went what and I literally have been did you know the Bee Gees did you know yes, who they are yeah. because I'd grown up with my mum and dad loving them my mum in particular yeah. so I knew all of their music Saturday Saturday Night Fever I knew their films you know they did soundtracks to all I those I mean what was your reaction Holden. when they told you that well my jaw just fell on the floor I was like what I mean I'd only been doing radio I was a travel girl for the breakfast show I, I, and I went what and they went yep blah 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 can't do it you're on you're going I'd never done a press junket before I, I didn't know what I was doing um, I was so green I was so young and I got there and also it, I I had equipment with me and you know what I'm like with equipment you know um, so I had equipment with me and I went into this thing and um, and and everyone assumes that you know exactly what you're doing and of course I didn't so I just went with the flow and I got my my press pass and I sat there outside this amazing hotel room and then they were they went okay Anna it's your turn and then I went and there were all three of them the Bee Gees um, formed in 1958 Barry Robin and Morris Gibb and um, obviously it's all the more precious now because there's only Morris still alive. They sat there on this couch, a band that I'd grown up with, seen on albums, my mum and dad had played forever. I mean, I don't even remember how old I was when this music was being sung to me. Um, and I sat opposite them and I was able to talk, chat. I had a lot of time as well, like 10 to 15 minutes. They gave me a, a good interview. Wow. But let's talk about them. So um, 1958, the group was formed. That's how far back we're going. Hmm. Um, the most popular kind of music was the 1960s and 1970s. That's when they were at their prominent kind of top peak. They're known for disco, of course. Um, they're, they're known for all sorts, but their harmonies are the big deal. Harmony. Um, yeah, the way they sang together. Uh, and if you don't know of the BD, do you know what? Go back and listen to the music because it's unbelievable. What I didn't know is that they were all born on the Isle of Man to English parents. I didn't know that, even though I probably asked it in the interview, but goodness knows where that interview is. Like, I don't have a copy of the interview. That'd be great to There's, dig it up. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I've still got the... Um, they signed a photo, because in those days, that's what it was. They signed a photo for me to Anna love the Bee Gees and, and it was all so I've got that somewhere I might nice. put it up but anyway so they're born in the Isle of Man English parents um, moved to Manchester in England again who knew 1960s 
Um, and then later on, I mean, the story of their life, literally, I could be here for the next three hours and I think Hass would actually kill me. So I need to rattle through. But they formed um, an early band uh, called the Rattlesnakes. Yes. That was their first thing. So they did the Rattlesnakes and, um, and they actually moved to Queensland in Australia with that. And they tried really hard for a very long time, but then got sick of it. Couldn't actually, got sick of not really gaining any sort of momentum in Australia. So they departed, they came back to England. And on the way... Hugh Gibb sent a demo to Brian Epstein, a name that we hear a lot. He, he was the manager of the Beatles and he directed um, NEMS. So this demo went to him. Mm. And then that got passed to uh, Robert Stigwood, um, blah, blah, blah. It went from one to another. The next thing you know, they're being quoted as and proclaimed as the most significant music talent of 1967. Mm. And wow. they were being likened to the Beatles. On the back of that, fame just took off i mean they absolutely went mad everyone went mad for them um morris was recorded as writing they arrived in switzerland and uh morris wrote down the this is a quote from him there were over five thousand children at the airport in zurich the entire ride to burn these kids were waving union jacks and when we got to the hotel the police weren't there to meet them and the kids crushed the car and uh, the three brothers all of the bgs were inside and the windows were getting smashed in and the bgs were on the floor and they were terrified so i don't think they even knew their the level of their own fame at mm. that point so very scary moment for them um they then went on to do albums and they broke up and at one point you know they were all doing um solo albums what's quite interesting is uh, the solo albums that were done were never released out there somewhere is a solo album by morris gibb out there somewhere is is a solo album by one of the other brothers um but again they didn't gain much traction on their own and then one particular day uh, one of them was in a musical and another one rang up i'm just telling you the, you know the kind of story he rang up and he went let's do it again and the brother went what morris went what and he said let's do the bgs again and so they did and they relaunched and mm. off they went again absolutely huge the songs that they've written you will know they're covered all the time uh, barry gibb worked with um, barbara streisand on her guilty album in 1980 another album that was floating around my house yeah. I, I remember that um have you have you heard any of barbara streisand yeah guilty? of course yeah have you yeah. see you shock me with things like that i just wouldn't yeah mr hip-hop big house yeah, says yes hip -hop to barbara streisand hip-hop came from from music like that like you know there's hip, there's no music as hip-hop hip-hop came from soul funk and jazz and yeah. became you know right whatever and disco a little bit of you know that uh, but what's interesting about you the story that you're saying Anna, right now is how how it was back then i mean all these artists right now mm. all you got to do is put it on soundcloud and youtube and you get discovered back then you had to know somebody that worked in a record label or someone who was a manager somebody yeah. radio yeah. in order for you to get so and you had to physically send posts yeah a demo so for in. the artists out here complaining stop complaining man <laughs> you know like just you know you don't know what the others have bgs you're talking about the bgs <laughs> the bgs um they released um woman in love yeah um you know that was huge uh, number one everywhere and um, they did the single woman in love and that was written by barry and robin and they wrote a lot of stuff for barbara streisand she was very mm. successful on the back nice. of their kind of songs um 1982 dion warwick um she got a number two um with her song heartbreaker that was written by them what yeah Legendary. i mean they yeah absolute legends mm. so let's talk about the song that's playing in the background now this song tragedy mm. okay 
there is one particular um, band that's kind of known for releasing it very poppy Fever. Very, very, very poppy and um, all sorts um, but actually it was written by uh, Barry Robin and Morris Gibb included on the 1979 album Spirits Have Flown I don't know that album at all um, but this song was obviously it became a big deal it went to the top of the US Billboard Hot 100 um, New Zealand loved it as well it always makes me laugh freakish things like that you don't think of it and yes and New Zealand loved them then there was Too Much Heaven I remember that um, and they made a film Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club and apparently while they were making this movie movie, they wrote this song uh, in between filming scenes just mm. went and wrote a song and then of course it became the absolutely hit. huge yeah, yeah absolutely huge so let's hear it in its full you will know the song but Tragedy was actually written and released by the Bee Gees um, in 1979 this is the original in its full all blown glory enjoy it enjoy it they're an amazing band truly music greats it's Yala Home it's Pulse 95 
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.